Welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast, the podcast for anyone aiming to live in and embody your highest self and explore your full potential. Let's uncover the bullshit so we can discover the absolute magic of being you. Welcome back to the Magic Mindset Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about my favorite concept. This is my North Star, my goalpost, and my bullshit caller, and that is the idea of highest self. But before I explain it to you, I want to give you a backstory about how this was introduced to me. So we're going to try and travel a little bit. We're going to head back to Corning Community College circa 2005. So I was back in school after dropping out either the third or fourth time. I've honestly lost track, and I had zero idea what I was doing or what my end goal was. My parents had threatened to cut me off financially if I didn't go back to school or start working more hours, and school seemed like the easier option. So that's what I did. And I just basically signed up for whatever I thought would require the least amount of effort and give me a good grade. So I ended up taking a bunch of random courses, one of which being a one-credit course in meditating. Now let me be clear. 16 years ago, I had absolutely no interest in learning how to meditate. I was there because I thought it was a guaranteed easy A. And it turns out that course changed my life. I think we are always where we are supposed to be. Now, that's not to say that bad things do not happen. I am not a person who prescribes to the idea that everything happens for a reason. I think that's a bullshit belief. I think that things happen all the time that have no real or meaningful reason. Tragic things. Awful things. No reason at all. But I also believe, like Byron Katie says, that if we are fighting with reality, it means we are losing 100% of the time. I think both beliefs can be true. And in my life, it has been my experience that every single trial, tribulation, and fuck up I have gone through, which have been plenty, have played a role in where I am right now. And where I am right now is something I would not change for the world. I think we all have a choice when it comes to our past and all the bullshit that has been in it. We can either use that manure and bullshit to help us grow, right? We can use it to help us fertilize the soil that we go from and build something beautiful. Or we take that shit and we just spread it around us and we allow it to stink up every single thing we touch. No, thank you right? No, thank you at all. I wish I could take credit for that metaphor. I cannot. I heard it. This is from a book and I cannot for the life of me remember the gentleman's name, but it's called um, Karma. I will put it in the show notes of where you can found that. But I heard that and I was like, holy shit, right? That is so true. We either take the bullshit from our past and we use it to help us grow or we take that bullshit and we just let it make us stink. And we let it make everything we touch stink. No, thank you. Now, I'm getting a bit off topic. I told you that would happen. I will go deep and I will go woo at the drop of the hat. I am sorry, not sorry. But back to my story. Back to highest self. So I don't remember a lot from that class. But towards the end of the class, preparing for a meditation, the teacher said a Sanskrit phrase. And something about that phrase, and it wasn't Sanskrit, but something about it, it just... 
I perked up and I had an interest in it. Something told me this is important. Pay attention. And so I did. I really tried to participate in that, you know, meditation for the first time really the whole semester. And when we were done, I hung out after class and I said, you know, if you don't mind me asking, what does that mean? What did, what did that phrase mean? And she said, well, it translates loosely to I bow with respect to my highest self. I'm going to pause and say that again. I bow with respect to my highest self. Now, I cannot say those words without having head-to-toe chills. I cannot hear those words without becoming instantly inspired and feeling a bit called out. Because if I'm not honoring my highest self, I feel it in my gut instantly. And when she said that phrase, something inside of me lit up and it told me very clearly, hold on to these words. So I did. And they changed me. Because until that moment, the idea that something holy, something that I should bow to was inside of me, my self-destructive, self-sabotaging, just hot mess of a self, that had never occurred to me. Something inside of me existed that should be worshipped, that should be honored, that should be bowed to, like that blew my mind. But also, at the same time, it made complete sense. So I'm not religious, but I've always believed in God. I have always believed in a presence bigger than myself. But until that moment, I never considered that that presence was inside of me. But of course it is, right? Like our parents are inside of us. Our parents' DNA are are inside of us. So of course, whatever remnants from whatever creator you believe in is also going to be inside of there as well. So highest self is something that is inside of me. It is something that is inside of you. It is something that is inside of everyone. I believe highest self to be our potential. It's our magic. It's our life. Our life. (laughs) Our light. It is everything good and kind inside of us. And most importantly, highest self is our awareness. It is our awareness that there is something inside of us that should be cared for, but also an awareness that there is something in everyone that should be cared for and respected, right? And so when we are living as our highest selves, we are living in alignment with our highest potential. We are living in alignment with our soul's calling. We are treating ourselves with kindness and we are treating ourselves with love, with care, and with respect. We are living in alignment with our goals. But when I say goals, I don't mean the type of car you want to drive, how much money you want to make, or what you want the scale to say when you step on it every morning. I mean goals that elevate you. But more importantly, not only elevate you, elevate every single person around you. So for example, if I have a goal of weighing 140 pounds, that does nothing to help the water rise around me, right? That does nothing for myself, objectively, and it certainly doesn't do anything to help the people in my circle. It may even harm them because maybe they're going to witness me doing behaviors that might get to me to my goal of you know losing that 140 pounds, but they're certainly not behaviors that are good to my being. They're certainly not behaviors that are respectable to my being, like depriving myself or, you know, abusing myself through excess cardio and things like that. Like that's not elevating me. That's not elevating anybody. But let's look at a goal that's health related from a different perspective. A goal. Let's look at it from our highest self perspective. Okay. So I want to feel better in my body. I'm not going to attach weight to that. I'm not going to attach a gene size to that. I'm not going to attach anything to that. I am just going to say, I want to feel better in my body. Now, that goal, that goal can elevate me, but it can also elevate everybody around me because those same people who are watching me, you know, 
participate in those self-sabotaging behaviors, those, you know, restrictive behaviors, well, they would also see me caring for myself. They would see me nourishing myself. They would see me moving my body with love and respect and out of kindness because I think that I'm a dynamic creature who is made to move. And so I want to do so to honor that. Like they would see all of those amazing behaviors happening and potentially learn from them. That's amazing, right? So the energy behind those goals are very, very different. Here's another example. Like I, right now, I want this podcast to be successful. But if my goal started and ended there with just a successful podcast, what I was doing would probably look very different. I would probably be marketing this in a way that would be catchy and gimmicky and get people to tune in with things like, okay, I'm going to help you lose 20 pounds in 20 days or whatever bullshit that unfortunately our society would eat right up. But that's not it. My goal isn't to just have good numbers on this podcast. My goal is to provide value. My goal is to help Anyone who is listening, learn to better care for themselves, learn to better love themselves, learn to respect themselves fully. So don't get me wrong. I want people to listen, but I want it to be beneficial to them, right? I don't want to waste your time. I want to help you live a better life. And so that energy is completely different than the energy of just saying, well, I want to be successful. No, no, no. Yes, I do want to be successful, but my success is directly tied to your success. It is directly tied to the success of anybody who enters my gym. It is directly tied to the success of anybody I am blessed enough to help coach in any capacity. And so that is what I mean when I say highest self goals. There can be on paper, look like your normal goal. I want to feel better. I want to move better. I want to be successful. But there's a totally different energy behind that. I'm going to help you clear that up a little more. We're going to take a quick break and I'm going to come back with some homework for you. I'm back. (laughs) So now on to your homework. So after you're listening, I want you to grab a pen and a piece of paper and let yourself daydream for a little bit. Picture yourself when you are thriving. Picture yourself when you are effortlessly treating your body good, when you are feeling good, when you are just living in alignment with how you wish to show up in the world and who you wish to be. And just think about that. And then ask yourself some questions. Ask yourself, who are you when you are thriving? So what are you doing? And I mean, minute details here. What time are you waking up in the morning? What are you eating for breakfast? Are you exercising? Are you meditating? Are you journaling? What time are you waking up your children if you have them? How are you showing up when you go into the office that day? Think about every single situation that you may find yourself in throughout your day and picture yourself thriving and imagine what that would look like. What are your behaviors? How are you treating yourself? How do you speak to yourself? How are you eating? How are you moving? How are you playing? All of those things. Get specific. Ask yourself, who am I when I am living my best life? And then look at those answers. There's your highest self looking at you, staring back at you on that piece of paper. There it is. And keep in mind when you're doing this, playing small is not going to serve you. Nobody's going to see this, right? I understand some of you probably heard me say that and you're like, what, you want me to daydream and write that down? That's weird. Guess what, friend? Changes mean changes. If you want something you never had, you need to be willing to do something you've never done. And that may mean sitting your ass down on a chair (laughs) or not, on a stool, whatever you want to sit on, grabbing a cup of coffee and asking yourself, who am I when I'm thriving? And being bold enough to answer it. Like that takes some balls. That takes some courage. And if you can do that right now, I'm going to argue that's stepping into your highest self right there. So I want you to do that. I want you to look at your answers 
because there's your, you're going to find your roadmap your, to your highest self. But I also want you to look at, at and consider what is not on that piece of paper, right? Because that is also part of your highest self. Your highest self is acknowledging not only what elevates you, but it's also becoming fully aware of what is holding you back. It's becoming fully aware of your bullshit. So I'm going to go ahead and say, none of you wrote, I want to diet for the rest of my life. I want to starve myself until I weigh X amount of weight. No, that's not living as your highest self. None of you wrote, I want to be drinking every single weekend because my life is so boring and dull that the only way I can have fun is if I am drunk. Like, no, you didn't write that. None of you wrote, I want to talk shit. I want to gossip. I want to make people feel bad about themselves when they're not around. Definitely not highest self-living. None of you wrote, I want to struggle. I want to make life hard for myself. I want to self-sabotage. Like, none of that stuff is on that piece of paper. So your highest self is, like, fun and flowery, as that may sound, or or as I may have described it until that point. Your highest self is also calling your bullshit. It is having complete awareness of what is and what is not serving and elevating you, right? And and that's not to say that just instantly, as soon as you become aware of what you no longer want to participate in, those behaviors fall off. They don't. (laughs) It still takes an absolute ton of work. I know because I am very much a work in progress here, right? I'm constantly trying to shine a light on my bullshit. But it's just going back to that first, you know, one of the first things I said, it's awareness. It is having awareness of what is and what is not serving you and what is and what is not in alignment with how you want to be, who you want to be, and how you want to show up in the world. And so that's not to say that negative thoughts don't happen anymore. Like, y'all, I look in the mirror and I see my flaws like every single person on this planet. The difference is now I understand those thoughts aren't who I am. They're my monkey mind. They're my ego. They are not helping me. They are not elevating me. So instead of paying attention to them and allowing that initial thought of, oh, oh my God, I look fat or I look bloated or I look chubby, I can stop that thought in its tracks. I can just simply remind myself, nope. I don't do that anymore. I don't prescribe to that way. Thank you for coming. And I'm just going to move on. When I say thank you for coming, I I mean to my thoughts. Like, y'all, yes, I will regularly have that conversation in my head. Like, if I hear a negative or judgmental or bitchy thought pop up, like, nope, we don't do that anymore. Thank you for coming. (laughs) Like, moving along. And just try to move on in the best way that I can. And this concept, this is what has helped me learn to eat in a way that honors my body, not restrict my body. That is something I struggle with a lot. I have had horrible behaviors in the past when it came to trying to change the way I look, trying to change my weight, trying to change what I see in the mirror. I tried everything to try to quote unquote fix myself, right? But I never tried to be good to myself until I started really leaning into that idea of highest self. When I started asking myself before I ate, is this meal serving me? And here's the thing. Well, I thought going into this that when I would ask myself, is this meal serving me? That would mean I would only get good air quotes, good answers back. I would only get, is this meal serving me? And it would only be a yes if it was like clean food or or salads or, you know, avocados and all that shit that we're told by society that makes us good people if we eat in this good way. I didn't get all those answers. Sometimes my highest self needed a fucking brownie, right? <laughs> my highest self needed a taco. My highest self needed to learn to chill the fuck out and actually enjoy her food. In, in understanding that, like, it was like, wow, oh my goodness, like, I don't want to deprive myself anymore. I'm not being kind to myself by, quote unquote, eating clean. I'm being a dick to myself. This is not how my highest self treats herself. I cannot do this anymore. And then that energy started to go in other areas of my life. Like, you know, we talked about this last week, like gossiping or talking shit. I don't want to participate in that behavior. I don't want to say words that harm people. I don't want to say something that could potentially make somebody feel bad about themselves. It is not me 
being, my highest self. But like, Lord, does that mean that I, I am perfect and that never happens? No. Hell no. Like, we are just coming off of 2020. Do you know how many times I rolled my eyes looking on Facebook over what somebody said and like instantly would want to like screenshot it and like send it off to my friend like, oh my God, could you believe so-and-so said that? And I would have to stop. Like, no. What are you doing? Are you elevating yourself? Are you making the situation better? Are you improving it? No. You're just throwing more garbage energy bullshit to this situation. This is not helping anybody. This sure as hell is not embodying your highest self. Heather, call your bullshit, tone it down, stop being such a judgmental bitch, and get on with your life, right? So when I say highest self applies to everything, I mean it. (laughs) My highest self, that is something I tell my, ask myself throughout my day, you know, all these years later, how does my highest self need to show up in this situation? And then try my best. And like I said, I am very much a work in progress, but just try my best to embody it. Because I feel like my highest self, it's just, it's having that awareness of how I want to live and just trying my best to, you know, finally get there. So like I said, that helped me realize like drinking wasn't serving me. That's not to say I'm sober. I'm not. I do occasionally drink. I think I've drank three times this year, maybe like three times the year before. So it's few and far between because I realized, you know, okay, drinking on a somewhat regular basis, which, you know, probably I have a drink regularly in a a long time, but I realized, you know, I was drinking two or three nights a week. That's not elevating myself. Being buzzed two or three nights a week was not elevating myself. That wasn't helping me live a conscious and vibrant and present life. And it sure as hell wasn't helping me reach my goals, not body related, but spiritually. It wasn't, it wasn't doing anything to elevate me. It was just keeping me stuck. And so that was a behavior that needed to go. And same with exercising, right? I was somebody who exercised out of self-hate and punishment for years. I only did cardio because I wanted to lose weight. I only did cardio because I was quote unquote bad. I needed to burn my food off or I needed to earn the food I was going to eat. And so I basically just beat the shit out of myself with exercise, hoping it would somehow change my physical being. And if I could just change my physical being enough, then maybe I would start to love myself. Spoiler alert. That shit never works. (laughs) You will never punish, hate yourself, or restrict yourself into a body you love. Ever, ever, ever. So I started using that question with exercise. Is this serving my highest self? Is, Is pushing myself right now serving my highest self? Yeah, sometimes it is. But a lot of, especially back then when I was doing so much cardio, it wasn't at all. Like I needed to really call my bullshit on a lot of things in my life that were keeping me stuck and using that question, is this is this serving me? Is this serving my highest self? Is this in alignment with my highest self? That allowed me to do so with kindness, but also with an awareness of my bullshit that allowed me to finally elevate myself partially out of it. <laughs> I say partially because like I said, y'all, I am very much a work in progress. I feel like I will be a work in progress until the day I die. But I feel like we have a choice, right? Like we either are aware of our bullshit or we're not. in either way it's happening but at least when we're aware of it we can try to do something about it I feel like we either choose to work on ourselves or we don't in in what is what does it look like if we don't like I I don't want to know because that's what the first half more than half of my life was like I didn't like myself as much back then and so now yes at times I feel like I'm hyper aware of all the things that are wrong with me But I say that with love. I say that with kindness because then I can at least understand like, okay, I'm not a project. I'm not something that needs to be fixed. I'm a human. Having a human experience, I deserve kindness. I deserve love. But I also want to show up in a way that helps the people around me, that helps myself. Like that is my highest self. 
in understanding I am a work in progress and that is okay. I am never going to be finished, but there is really also nothing to finish because life doesn't work like that. It is just trying to show up as best we can and be as present we can and move through our lives. All that to say, your highest self, it applies to everything. It applies to how you treat your physical being, right? We will talk about this really, really soon because holy shit, is highest self a game changer when it comes to how we treat and how we view our bodies. But it also applies to how you show up with your children, how you show up with your partners, how you show up at work, how you show up with your friends, how you show up with your self-talk. It can help you when you find yourself angry, sad, annoyed. All of these situations, all you have to do is pause and ask yourself, what does my highest self need? What, what what would my highest self do? How can I best show up in this situation? Whatever question feels most aligned to you, get comfortable pausing and asking yourself that. And doing that enough, it will become an unconscious practice. You will have that happen habitually. Like all our other habitual responses and actions that we are so conditioned to do, which may or unfortunately may not be serving us, your highest self can become that new habitual response where you'll be able to just pause, pump the brakes when you're hearing those negative, judgmental, detrimental, self-sabotaging thoughts come in your head. Your highest self will pretty soon remind you, no, 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 no. We don't do that anymore. That's not how I treat myself. This isn't how I show up in the world. This is not aligned with how I want to be. This is not aligned with my goals. This is not aligned with my actions. This is not aligned with my beliefs. Whatever the situation may be. Your highest self becomes your safety net and it just, it'll change your life. (laughs) So you will hear me talk about it over and over and over because I don't think there's a situation where highest self doesn't apply to it in some way. So I hope this helped. If you have any questions at all around how this relates to you or around how highest self can relate to your body and your physical being, please reach out because that is something we are going to dig into very soon. As always, I would be honored if you would take just a couple seconds to rate and review this podcast. It means the world to me. And I can't wait. I will see you back here next week where we will dig into another juicy topic. I will see you soon. (music) Bye-bye. 